0: vessel worthy of your honor. I pray that the word of God sets forth and does that which you've called it to do. I love you and I give you the honor and the glory in all of this, Father. We pray your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated. Praise God. In the world today, we have many who in which way or another identify themselves with something or someone. I remember as a, uh, as a guy growing up, in high school, when I, well, you're going to know how old I am. You know, we had the goths, and you had the jocks, and you had the skaters, and you had the surfers. Everybody identified with something. I remember I, I really didn't fit in. I was a little skate, skateboarder, so the jocks would mess with me. You know, the nerds didn't want to have nothing to do with me. But I was a skater, a little grungy skater out there skateboarding. But this is what I identified with. You know, there were people out there who identified with gang members and others that identify with taggers and and so on and so on. And I do remember now looking back, I can still remember at times I would cross an apostolic person and they stuck out like a light in a dark world. Sadly, many today are also very confused on who they are or even what they are. In this culture, there is an identity crisis happening right now. Today, in the world, truth is almost, it's just relative. It's whatever they like today is today, and whatever they like tomorrow is tomorrow. Today, if you feel like you're a woman and you're a man, you can walk in and go use the bathroom in a woman's restroom. If you feel like you're a cat or a dog, you can say, well, I'm a cat today or a dog today. There's some ridiculous stuff out there. And in a world like that, we need the church, amen? In a world like that, we need some concrete evidence and some concrete truth, and it's only going to come through this word of God. Praise God. It is a scary, scary world we live out there today. Now, not to jump the gun, but a lot of problems will be solved today if we only went back to being what we are meant to be, amen? If we will go back and have... A husband and a wife, a man and a woman in the home, raising children. I believe a lot of these problems out there would be fixed today, amen? And I can tell you that as a child growing up without a father, I need a father, amen? I need that man in my life to give that balance where that woman couldn't give it. There's a reason why God created us the way he created us, and he knows what he's doing. Praise God. He knows what he's doing. Now, growing up as a kid, I would play make-believe and would identify with someone or something that I looked up to. I remember when I was four years old, I wanted to be Spider-Boy. I mean, I loved Spider-Man to death. Boy, I woke up Saturday morning at 7 a.m. I made sure I caught my Spider-Man cartoon. I remember, well, you're going to know how old I am now. There used to be a circus toys on Chester Avenue. It actually burned down. And we had another circus toys out on Ming Avenue when I was a little boy. My mom took me to meet Spider-Man. I remember going in there, and I had my Spider-Man shirt on, my Spider-Man belt. I even had my Spider-Man underoos on. And I was, boy, I was ready to meet Spidey. So I met Spidey, and I was so excited. I went home, and I was in the backyard looking for spiders so I could get bit. And my mom caught me right in time. I was putting my hand to a black widow thinking I'd become Spider-Boy. Now, that's who I wanted to identify with, you see, as a child, though. Of course, as I became older and had understanding, I realized I needed to identify with reality. In reality, I would have got sick (laughs) if I would have got bit. I'm a man. I'm not Spider-Man. Amen. And so it is in the world today. The perception of people has dramatically and drastically changed. It's like adults have reverted back to a child's way of thinking and creating a world of make-believe. I hate to say this, but we live in a world where a person can identify as anything they think or what they make up or believe. It's wild. Just the other day I came across a video of a girl dressed up as a horse, and part of the day she thinks she's a horse. She literally runs through the courses and jumps and everything like that. That's a mental problem. There's stuff going on today. If that don't make us realize that we're at the coming of the Lord, I don't know what is going to do it. Because more and more people are being tormented. More and more people are being attacked by the devil. But I know that where the Bible says that where sin did abound, grace did much more abound. Amen. And I believe that the more the enemy attacks, the more Jesus is going to provide. Praise God. I believe that God is going to do a great work in this end time. But we are in a strange world. With a world like this, we need God and we need the church more now than ever. We need a truth that we know we can go that is concrete, praise God. What, what if tomorrow we wake up and they decide a stop sign means go? Well, guess what? In the word of God, that's where I'm going to find my truth, my evidence in how to live, and my direction in life. Amen. I'm not going to let the world tell me how to live. Praise God. So getting back to our opening scriptures, I want you to notice something. When we read about the sons of Sceva, look what it says in Acts chapter 19 again. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them, which had an evil spirit, the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew, and chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. Now, these men were labeled as or identified as exorcists and vagabond Jews. You see, these men, they were not born again. They were not apostolic. They didn't know Jesus. They only knew of Jesus. And these men, if you look up vagabond, of course, these are wandering Jews. They made their house wherever they went. And there's a reason why, because they were also exorcists. And exorcists are even the same today. You know, you think of an exorcist, you think of a Catholic priest with his crosses and his little incense and water and all this other magical stuff they think they got when they don't realize that the name of Jesus is the only thing you need. Amen. But as we go, you realize this. They were exorcists. So they practiced witchcraft and the arts. So these type of people did travel and go to city to city because I don't know how long you can put up with someone that much anyway. Right. So here these men are, they didn't know Jesus, but they went and they said, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. They didn't know Jesus. And actually that word means to swear by him. They try to use the name of Jesus as one of their incantations. And when the, and these were the seven sons of Sceva, of a Jew, the chief of the priests, which did so. The evil spirit said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? Now, I want to be known of God, amen, and I want to be known that I know about those apostles already. also, praise God. See, that's the thing. When you're born again, you've got the name of Jesus, and you follow the apostle's doctrine, you're on the right way, baby, amen. You're walking the right line, praise God. Look at this. And the evil spirit leaped on them and overcame them. You know what that word overcame means? It means he took control of them. That man literally stripped them naked and they ran out of that house naked and wounded. There ain't no telling what that evil spirit did to those men. But that goes to show me how important it is for me to have a right relationship with God at all times. Amen. I want to be ready that when I have to meet square to toe with the devil that I know what I'm doing and I'm doing it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Amen. Let's clap our hands under the Lord. Praise God. Now, don't worry. I am getting somewhere with this. Now, they didn't have an apostolic identity. But you do, church. You have more power than you think or what you know. What did Jesus tell you as the church of the living God and his word? And Luke chapter 10, verse 17, it says, and the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Praise God. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan, is lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you. Everybody say me. I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power over the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Praise God. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Praise God. But please absorb this today. Take this and hold it in your pocket to understand this. God has given you power. You have power over all the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Amen. Whatever you go through, you're going through in the will of God, and God's going to keep his people. Praise God. He promised that to us, and he's going to keep us today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You got to hold on to these things because there's times, of course. We get a little punch drunk sometimes. We go through it with the enemy. We may forget what we got coming or who we are in Christ. And that's where we got to go back and encourage ourselves in the Lord and realize we are more than a conqueror through him that loved us. Amen. We are more than a conqueror. Praise God. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me in both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria And under the uttermost part of the earth. That's God's promise. If you got the Holy Ghost, you got power today. Amen. Just stir it up. Put some more fire on that puppy. And get it stirred up again. And God will do great things for you. Praise God. Philippians chapter 2 verse 10 says this. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Say every Every knee of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. The father realize what you got in your arsenal today. Church, you have the name that's above every name. And if that scripture is true and it is true then every knee is going to bow to that name. Disease has to bow to that name. Lies have to bow to that name. The devil has to bow to that name. Any other God or created creature has to bow to that name. Amen. Because that name has all authority in heaven and earth, and we are the people of the name of Jesus. Praise God. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Praise God. I want you to get this in you and absorb it to make you understand you are the sons of da- and daughters of God. You have the name of Jesus. And you can use that name with authority and with power. Praise God. Praise God. Every tongue is going to confess that Jesus is Lord. Look at the way the devil's acted when he walked the earth. Oh, it's, it's not our time yet. Don't come after us. Oh, leave us alone. Oh, please, send us into the pigs. They were running scared. And now are we the sons of God? They're going to run scared if we walk in our authority that God has given us. Amen? Praise God. Be, look, 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we, everybody say we, we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Right now, you're the sons and daughters of God. Hello? And it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. You see, right now we are the sons and daughters of God. We are beloved of the Father, and we are to walk in the Lord's steps. When he first came, he didn't come as a roaring lion. He came as a gentle lamb. The world didn't understand him. The world was made by by him, but the world knew him not, but to them that love him. The ones who truly love him, he revealed himself to them. And that's the same thing even in the world today. Yeah, we're walking through the world. People think we're just some, maybe some religious fanatic or some crazy people that are in love with God and this and that. They think whatever they want because the world don't know us just as much as they didn't know him. But one day, God's going to reveal his sons and daughters to the world. Amen. You keep on holding on because now are you the sons of God. Praise God. And You have that power in you. Praise God. We serve a mighty God. Amen. We serve a glorious God. And that's who loves us today. Now let's look again at Acts chapter uh, 4 verse 7. It says, and when they had set them in the midst, they asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, you rulers of of the people and elders of Israel... If this we this day be examined of the good deed done to this impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled. This is why. And this is what we need today. You ain't got to be the smartest uh, uh, person in the book. You ain't got to be the, uh, the, the most upright and the most uh, prestigious person in the world. All you got to do is have this. They took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Praise God. A little anointing goes a long way, amen. A little bit of prayer will go a long way. These seven sons of Sceva, they didn't pray. They didn't seek God. They weren't full of the Holy Ghost. But guess what? Peter was. And Peter was able to get some results, amen. And that the name of Jesus, that's where that power's at today. And you got that power in you. Praise God. In you. You're a son and a child and a daughter of God. Praise God. That is beautiful. I want to know when people look at me that they will take knowledge that I have been with Jesus. Amen. That I love him. I want to be known that I love God. Praise God. Peter identified with Christ. He was known of God, but the sons of Sceva were not. You can't just talk the talk. You must also walk the walk. Amen you got to get this down in you, and you got to get it to be living inside of you that it will come out and it will birth fruit in the spirit. Praise God. This is what it's all about. Praise God. I hope you guys are getting a little something out of this right now. Now, the title of this message is, Who Are You? Or Who Do You Identify With? Many today say, I'm a Baptist, or I'm a Catholic, or I'm a non-denominational Christian. But I think God is looking for something a little deeper than that today. He's looking for someone who has been born again and knows them as his, their father. Amen. That's who God's looking for. He wants to walk with us again like he did with Adam in the cool of the day. He wants to talk with us daily. He wants to tell us his will. He wants to spend time with us. He wants to bless his children. But are we spending time with him? That's where you're going to get it right there. We can talk the talk. But we got to walk the walk. Amen. But I'll tell you this, and you already know this, but I'm just putting it right back in you. The closer you get to God, the more blessings are going to come. The, as you draw nigh unto him, he's going to draw nigh unto you. He cannot deny that. You know what I love about the Lord and I think it's just amazing? He's got an answer for every single thing out there. There ain't, You cannot refute God. Let God be true and every man a liar. I love the word of God. I love his spirit because I know that in anything and everything, there is an answer through God. And I can find my deliverance daily. Amen. I thank God. You see, I don't want to be labeled as somebody like that. You know, if, if I call myself a Baptist, well, if I think about that, I know, well, then there's a doctrine behind that. And that doctrine is. You believe in the Trinity. You believe that there's three persons in one God. There's also a doctrine that you believe you'd baptize in the titles. Well, that's what you're labeled as. That's what you identify with. When you identify as a Catholic, what do you think about? Well, I'll tell you the truth. I was born and raised as a Catholic. I was baptized as a baby. I went through, uh, started catechism I used to go and touch the holy water, pray to the idols and the statues. But I can tell you right now that there's no power there. When I came into an apostolic church and I got filled with the Holy Ghost, it transformed me and made me a new creature. Amen. That's what I'm looking for today. I want to be labeled as someone who's been born again of the water and of the spirit. Amen. And I'm not ashamed to be called apostolic today. I'm not ashamed to say I'm a one God Jesus name tongue-talking apostolic amen I'm I'm glad to know that I'm known with the people of the name of Jesus I am thankful for that today praise God how are you identified today I want to be known as having been with Jesus amen you know I counted an extra special blessing that there are people in my life that may not go to church but they know that I do it's a blessing when I can go on the job and someone may be going through something that day and they'll pull me to the side and say, Raymond, would you mind praying for me? I never told him I was a Christian. I never told him what I do. But it's through your the way you live, the way you act, the way you talk, how you portray yourself. They're going to see Jesus in you. Amen. And then those opportunities will come for you to go ahead and share the gospel. But I am thankful to be identified with Christ, amen, to know that I have family who will call me out of the blue and say, pray for us in this situation. Or I have an old friend I grew up with that they call out of the blue and say, you know, I'm proud of you. I love you, and I want you to keep on doing what you're doing because God brought me from a long way, amen. But I'm thankful today that I can be identified with Christ, praise God. And with identification comes action. Are we identifying as a believer? Are you in the word? Are you praying? Are you fasting? Are you being a Jesus name person every day, all day, amen? Do you spend time with God daily? That's what it's about. What's that old song? Read your Bible, pray every day, and you'll grow, grow, grow. You know, that's so simple, but there's so much into that that you will not believe. All it takes is for us to be steadfast in the faith, and God's going to reward you openly. Amen? I want to be able to testify. I want to be able to share this doctrine. I want to ask you today, if someone asked you, what must I do to be saved, would you be able to tell them this Acts 2.38 message? I want to be able to share this beautiful truth that transformed my life. Amen? And if you don't know it, it's okay. Guess what? I didn't at one time. All I know is that God transformed my life, and I was excited, and I wanted to share it with everybody. And then here comes all the doctrines of devils. Oh, you don't need that church. Oh, you don't need to go to those crazy people. Come with us. We're okay. All of a sudden, everybody became religious around me. Where before I was living as a devil, they didn't care two cents. But once I got into an apostolic church, oh, come on, man, where you going? You're in the wrong place. No, that just means I found the pearl of great price, amen. That means I found what my soul was longing for. I got the Holy Ghost down in my soul, just like the Bible said. Praise God. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. (laughs) Praise God. I love this truth. I love this truth. Praise God. I'm glad that I can say I'm a one-God apostolic, tongue-talking Holy roller, born again, heaven bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit. I believe in holiness and I suggest you do the same. Amen. I was set free at an apostolic altar on my knees, so you'll pardon me if I'm not ashamed to be a one God, apostolic, tongue talking, holy rolling, heaven bound believer. Believe it in the liberating power of Jesus' name. Amen. I love this beautiful truth. I love this beautiful truth. Praise God. Praise God. If you have been born again according to the scriptures, then you are identified with Christ. But if not, you are still identified with the world. If under the sound of my voice today, if you have not read the scripture and In John chapter 3, the word of God says that a man named Nicodemus came to Jesus by night, a ruler of the Jews, and he came to him and said that you must be a teacher from God. No man can do these works which you do unless God be with him. But Jesus told him something. He said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And, and the man questioned him and said, how can a man be born when he is old? Does he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? This man was looking at it in a carnal mind. And this is a ruler of the Jews, a Pharisee, a teacher of the law. But yet he couldn't see past his own face. He couldn't see that he needed to be born again of the water and of the spirit. Amen. And that's what the word says. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he shall not enter into the kingdom of God. I want to enter in. Amen. We must be born again. You must be born of the water and of the spirit to get into this kingdom. If you're not, you're still on the outside. You're still lost. But there is hope today for you. There's an altar and there's a place of repentance and there's a water baptismal tank. And there's someone here who wants to pray you through to talking in tongues, filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And then you'll be in the kingdom. Praise God. But without those keys, you're not getting in. You must be born again. Praise God. And I believe that with every ounce of my soul. Praise God. Have you been born of the water and of the spirit? Have you obeyed that form of doctrine which was once delivered unto the saints? Have you obeyed Acts 2.38? What shall we do? We must be born again. Amen. You must repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And receive this beautiful gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is to who? to everybody amen not just for one set of people but for all sets of people that's why i love the apostolic church you got black you got white you got hispanic you got asian you got every race nation tongue and language in the church because we're the church of the living god amen and we embrace all people because we love all people praise god i want to see people saved what about you church praise god you want to pray some people through? I want to see God do a great work on the earth. Praise God. If you have been born again, you are not of this world. You now identify with Christ. You are a citizen of heaven. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, the word of God says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Praise God. Take that, devil. Amen. When the devil reminds you of what you did in your past, even what you did yesterday, you remind him of who you are today. Amen. You're born again. You've been washed in the blood. There's nothing that the devil can't bring before you because the one you serve is your lawyer and he's your judge. Amen. And he's going he's to advocate for you. Praise God. Devil, you're a liar. He's the father of it. He keeps reminding you of anything you've done wrong. You remind him of the blood you've been washed in. Amen. You put him in his place. You put him under your feet where he belongs. Praise God. It says, and all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, You're an ambassador for Christ. You know what an ambassador is? It's somebody who represents a different country. Amen. We don't represent this world. We represent heaven. Amen. We represent the kingdom of God. We are ambassadors for Christ. That's who you are in Christ. You identify with Christ. Amen. That's who you are today. You're an ambassador for Christ. Praise God. And you have the word of reconciliation. You are Christ's voice to this earth. You are an Acts 2.38 message individually to this world. Amen. Woo, that's powerful. That's beautiful. That's what God has done for us. And he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin. Powerful. That we may be made righteous in God's eyes. That's what God did for us. That's what God did for us. We have a new identity. No longer are we confused on who we are. We have found the pearl of great price. We are apostolic, amen? Second Peter chapter 2, verse 1 says this, Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and all hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, that means quit being like the old man and go ahead and be Christ-like, amen? <laughs> As newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If so be, you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, amen? To whom coming as a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. The world don't want this. The world wants to do its own thing. This is disallowed of men. This is craziness to men. They think we're nuts living for God. When I tell people I come to church twice on Sunday, they take a second, second step back and look at me. Yeah, you know why? Because we love the Lord, amen? And we want to be in his presence, and we want to be with each other, fellowshipping, and we're getting ourselves ready for heaven. Praise God. I love this truth. Disallowed indeed of men. They think we're crazy, but that's okay. I'll stay crazy for Jesus because when you look out in this world, you know it's crazy. But chosen of God and precious, you also as lively stones, praise God, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to god by jesus christ wherefore also it is contained in the scripture behold i lay in sion a chief cornerstone elect precious and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded you will not be ashamed you will not be put to shame church you keep believing unto you therefore which believe he is precious but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. Take that, devil. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. So don't you ever... like you're second class don't you ever feel like you need to keep your head down and you can't stand for this beautiful truth if they reject you he said they've rejected me if they reject his name they've rejected the gospel and but we need to keep on keeping on amen what did he tell his disciples when they were preaching in city to city if they reject you there shake the dust off your feet and step on to the next one amen because this gospel is going to be shared praise god praise god It says, but you are a chosen generation. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. That's who you are today, church. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. That's amazing. Let that settle in. To realize who you really are. You are precious in the sight of Jesus Christ. Man, I'm telling you. You got to be precious to God. If he would give his own blood for you. He did it for you. As an individual, he loved you that much. You know, one of my favorite scriptures, it says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were in... Right now, there are some of you here that you've done some gross sin that you wouldn't even want to ever admit it to even yourself again. But you know that's when Jesus Christ came for you, when you were at your lowliest and your worst. God shed his precious blood so you can be redeemed. How can we not love a God like that? Amen. How can we not become a peculiar people sitting out and the world looks at us and they think we're strange? But that's okay. I'll stay peculiar for Jesus. Amen. He gave his blood for me. He gave me his spirit. And I've got a lot to be thankful for today. Praise God. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. And the last scripture in that is beautiful. Which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God. Which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Amen. You know, we were Gentiles without hope in the world, but God came, and he gave us this beautiful truth, amen, and here we are, living for Jesus, praise God, knowing who God is, knowing his power, and knowing his resurrection, that is amazing, here, look at me, look where I came from, come from from the Catholic background, I could be lost today, I could still be praying to a saint, I could still be laying dollar bills at at an idol today, but God showed me the truth, amen, and he snatched me up out of there. And he took me out of darkness and placed me in his marvelous light. Praise God. We got a lot to be thankful for, church. We got a lot to be thankful for today. Amen. That he would give us this beautiful truth. It is amazing. When we start to seriously realize who we are, there's no need to walk with your head low. There's no need to keep Keep your head down. You keep your head up, and you square your shoulders to this world, and you stand as a saint of the most high God, amen? That's who you are. The the world may look at you different, but God looks at you as his son and daughter. God looks at you as someone precious. You're the apple of his eye, amen? He loves you. Praise God. He loves you. You are God's people. You are the people of the name of Jesus. You identify with him, amen? Galatians two twenty says I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yet not I but Christ liveth in me and the life which I live now in the flesh I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me amen. Praise God. Yes, one time I was a sinner, but now I'm a saint. Amen. Yes, before I was a liar, but now I want to speak the truth. Yes, before I was a sinner, but God washed me in his blood, and he gave me a hope that maketh not ashamed. Amen. I am thankful today that I can stand and say, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Praise God. Take that, devil. Take that, devil. Praise God. You know, God has brought me a long way. And I'm thankful today. I should be a statistic. You know, my mother was a heroin addict. Growing up, I watched her and my sisters do horrible things for that drug. A father who was not around, an alcoholic, used to beat my mom. I I should be a statistic today. I should be dead somewhere, laying in a gutter, doing life in prison you know, but God knows how to break generational curses, amen? God knows how to take that which is not and make it as though it is, amen? He's able to change and to transform, and that's the testimony of the Lord, amen? As as Pastor said earlier, as you look out and you look at who's in this audience today and you see where you've come from, God's brought you a mighty long way, amen? We got a lot to be thankful for today, and I don't care your situation, your background, where you came from, where you were born into if you're born again you're my brother and you're my sister amen and we're all going to heaven together let's worship the lord i love you jesus thank you almighty god for this beautiful truth praise god and let me tell you this saint of god you elder you person who's grown up in this church and i look at you you know what i look at And when I see you sitting in that pew, and I come and I know you've been in this church for I don't know how many years, I look at you and I see faithfulness. I look at you and I see hope. I look at you and I see the salvation of God and the glory of God. I look at you and I see that God is able to keep us until the very day that he comes back. Amen. You are the testimony to me to keep on keeping on. Amen. That this gospel is right and it is true. Praise God. So I thank you for your testimony. I thank God that I have a church I can come to and I can find faithful saints in the house of God. You mean the world to me. Praise God. I love this beautiful truth. So I thank God daily that I have this beautiful truth. I want to be known that I have been with Jesus. Nobody can take this truth that is embedded in my heart, mind, and soul. Nobody can ever take me away from God. You know, when, when I came to this truth, when I was 19, I got the Holy Ghost at the Mexican Apostolic Church on Mount Vernon. I got the Holy Ghost there. I was hungry for God. I didn't know. All I knew was a background of accepting Christ in your heart. I never knew there was no Holy Ghost like that, but when I walked in and I fell on my knees and repented and I began to speak in other tongues as the spirit of God gave the utterance, I knew I had found what I was looking for, but I knew it without knowledge. I didn't understand the gospel or how I should live for God, so I left there. A couple of weeks later, ended up moving out of the state. It's not until I landed in prison and I got hungry and I began to ask God, God, you show me who you are. Are you a Trinity or are you one God? I remember fasting for three days, not leaving my cell because I had seen a one God scripture and it hit me in the eyeballs and it made me realize that God is one. But I needed to know because I was already sharing the word of God with people. But when I saw it and I did see it, it got in me so deep that it can never be taken away, amen. I went and I apologized to everybody. I told a different way, and I told them this truth. And those were those who embraced it, and they got the Holy Ghost and others who rejected me, and they kicked me out of their chapel and everything over this gospel. I began to have church on bleachers, and men were getting the Holy Ghost in prison. One man got so drunk in the Holy Ghost in front of the guards, we had to carry him back to his cell. He couldn't stop talking in tongues. And the guards were looking at us like, what in the world? They didn't want to have nothing to do with it. They were scared. But God is able, amen, even in a prison, to give somebody the Holy Ghost. Praise God. You can be bound in chains physically, but God can still break the chains spiritually. Amen? Praise God. That's the kind of God I serve. That's the kind of God I serve. Praise God. But going back, this, this doctrine is in me. Well, the young man who had invited me to the church on Mount Vernon, later on, we were friends growing up. He ended up leaving the church and going denominal. And while I was in federal prison, he came and visited me, and he uh, began to talk to me, and he began to tell me, you know, well, you know, I really believe that when I accepted Christ in my heart before I came to Apostolic Church that I was saved. I just came a further knowledge of truth, and, you know, the Apostolic Church has more knowledge, but these other people, they're okay, too. I said, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to stop you right there. I said, because this Acts 2.38 message is in me. I said, if you cut me, I'm going to bleed. Acts 2.38. I believe that a man must be born of the water and of the spirit. Amen. You cannot just accept your way into heaven. God's got to accept you also. Amen. You must be born of the water and of the spirit to enter in the kingdom of God. I told that brother, brother, I love you, but you're wrong. And you'll never take this away from me because it's too deep inside of me. Amen. I believe there's one God. I believe his name is Jesus Christ. And I believe he is the truth the way and the life and no man cometh unto the father but by him amen you must be born again and this truth is what saves amen if we water this down we might as well give up if we start to accept everything we might as well walk away because then we just went in with the world but i'm telling you this gospel saves amen this gospel changes this gospel transforms people and that's why we need to keep on keeping on amen praise god i love this apostolic faith God has brought me a mighty long way. Am I perfect? By all means, no. But I have and serve a perfect God. Amen. And he's not done with me yet. I identify with Christ and I have precious promises they are accessible through his word and his spirit. If I stumble or if I fall, I got 1 John 1.9. He is faithful and just to forgive me of my sins if I confess them, amen? And that's not to an unbeliever. That's to a born-again believer. I can't just share that scripture with somebody who hasn't been born again because they haven't even been washing the blood yet. But I got that for me, amen? If I stumble, if I fall, I repent of it. I keep on keeping on, amen? This is a race, amen? And it's not given to the swift but to those who endure, amen? And it's all about endurance today. It's all about this word today, amen? Praise God. The st- Psalms 37 says the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Amen. God will keep you, church. He will keep you. But the ungodly are not so. Psalms chapter 7 says my defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart. Psalm 711, God judges the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. Every day. If you think this world makes you sick, how do you think it makes the one who created it feel? How, does, how brokenhearted he is to see the things that go on in the world. But how overjoyed he is to see us today in the church. Lifting up our hands and giving him praise. Amen. I wonder if we can lift up our hands right now and just thank him that we're in the church. Jesus, I love you, God. Thank you, God, for bringing me in this place today. Praise God. Psalms chapter 34, verse 15 to 16 says, The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open under their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. What side are you on today, church? Who are you today? Where do you want to be today? Amen. I want to be on the right side. Amen. I want to be on the right side today. So in closing, I ask, who are you? Who do you identify with? I believe the closer we get to the coming of the Lord, that those who stand for him and his truth will stick out more and more like a sore thumb to those who identify with the world. Why? Because we are not of this world. Amen. The line in the sand will get thicker and thicker as we approach that day. And that's the truth. Sin and evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But we have something better amen we have something better but thank god we know the end second thessalonians chapter one verse seven and to you who are troubled rest with us are we going to have trouble in the world yes we are we're going to have trouble but rest with us amen when the lord jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels it's going to be worth it church and flame and fire taking vengeance on them that know not god And that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. When he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all of them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Praise God. Let's all stand. Our testimony was believed in you in that day. How important it is for us to stand and to be apostolic today. It's so important. Important now more than ever. To realize that we have this truth. And it's time to continue to stand for it and to share it. Because we are his saints. And he's coming back for the people of the name of Jesus. Amen. He's coming back for you, saints. And you are able to reach out and to grab somebody else out of the fire today. So today I ask you, who are you? Who do you want to be? I want to be apostolic, amen? I want to live for Jesus Christ. Praise God. So I want to thank you today for the word of God. I'm going to hand this over to my pastor. And I pray that you got something out of this today. God bless every one of you.
1: Thank you, Lord. Let's lift up our hands and our voice today in the house of God. Lord, I thank you and praise you. I feel his presence and his anointing in this place. Praise God. I worship you, Jesus, just for a few moments here before we leave this building. Lord, I thank you for a gospel. I thank you for a power. Praise God. I thank you for a strength. Somebody talk to him just for a minute. Lift up your voice and thank the Lord together that he's given to us a hope that maketh not ashamed. Praise God. Because the love of God, which is shed abroad, in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which was given unto us. He's given unto us something powerful. If you have the Holy Ghost, I want you to lift your hands and thank the Lord together because it is a hope. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, I want you to lift your hands and say, God, I want that hope and that strength in my heart and my life. Praise God. I want that strength and that hope in my life. For when we were without strength, when I didn't have any strength, in due time, you died for the ungodly. Praise God. Does anybody in the house today recognize I came from an ungodly place? Praise God. I came from an unrighteous place. Hallelujah. But he brought strength to me. He brought righteous to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For scarcely for a righteous man Will one die in peradventure For a good man some would even dare to die But here it is God commendeth his love toward us Praise God While we were yet sinners Christ died for us I believe it'd be good today In the house of God As they begin to sing That we would thank God Praise God I have no right Jesus, oh. But I have opportunity today. Hallelujah opportunity to lift my voice. I need healing and strength. You're a God that brings healing and strength. And it is as close as the mention of your name. I'm not speaking a name I'm not associated with.